Disruptors. Welcome to another episode of Faith Disrupted. Uh, This is Michelle and we have decided to do a whole new way of starting our podcast, which is taking turns doing the intro and doing an interesting insight about the other two people, which they don't know what I'm going to say. That is heavily explained. Really? Too much. You mansplaining this intro to us. Totally mansplaining. Yeah. I'm good at that. And I also solve some problems that you have in your life. I love my problems. Great. Oh, that's good. Um, I nice to see you both. It's actually nice to be in the same room as it you. Is. It always is. It always is. As you drink your wine and I drink my fake wine. <laughs> I have a freaking goal around no alcohol, don't I? Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. It's my sad cheers. Um so, uh, I just wanted to share um, some little insights about you two. They're nothing that amazing, but um, it might oh, give people a slight thanks. window into the soul. No, uh, don't worry. <laughs> we yes. were looking super nervous. We're, we're totally soulless, so we don't care. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Look straight through me. Do what you have to do. Um, I was when I was just thinking, Ursula, of when you got married mm. some years ago, which I'm going to guess yes. is th- coming up to 13? 13 years. Yes. Good for me. Um, and just the fact that you wore a pink wedding dress. <gasps> yeah. Which was beautiful. Oh, thank you. I so, I don't know, I'd always had it, you know how they say girls dream about their weddings for years. Yep. I've always had that in my head, so I fought that battle out. <laughs> to have the pink dress and uh now i regret it i wouldn't have oh, done really? no, no i don't regret it i don't regret the decision i enjoyed it and but if you had your time again, do it again. yes <laughs> you just go white uh, i think creamy cream yeah, yeah. right mm. mm. but yeah no i'm glad i did it definitely yeah, yeah. it yeah. looks fantastic um and tam i when i looked at you i had this flashback to when we were 16 years old, and we worked at Harry Heath. Oh, we did. Oh, my which goodness. Which was a supermarket. The world's dodgiest supermarket. That no one came to. Yeah. <laughs> it had mould everywhere. But we also mm. got told off constantly for talking too much. We did. Yeah. Because <laughs> we were best friends working in a supermarket yeah. together. Because <laughs> people cared so much. Yeah. It's good fun. And I just felt alone. Yeah. And not working. And broke. And That's right. That was good fun. Good times. The easier times where the biggest stress was like, how are you going to pack someone's groceries? And <laughs> <laughs> not, not crush their eggs. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was fun times. All right, so um, we wanted to chat tonight about um, the tension or the questions around the difference between spirituality and religion Mm. just an easy cruisy topic to (laughs) discuss because i think yeah it's an interesting one that we've kind of talked around i reckon a fair bit yeah and there just seems to be so much discussion about it with the podcast we're listening to Mm. and the books and um the conversations happening around so yeah we thought it would be fascinating to explore that Mm. and would be interested in your views as well disruptors Mm. as um you've been wrestling perhaps with similar tensions yeah. So what do you guys think the difference is? Like for you, I know we've been reading and thinking about this, but for you guys, what do you, do you make a difference between religion and spirituality? Do you tell people, I'm not religious, but I am huh. spiritual? I hate that line. I don't love it either, but I'm, I can see what how you do feel. It. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that means anything to anyone, but like, do people just look at you and go, you go to church, why do, why do you need to make the distinction between being religious and spiritual? So what does it mean when... 
But don't you feel like people go, oh, religion, but spirituality has a much more positive connotation for most people yeah. than, than religion? That's true. So why is that? Because religion is seen as institution, rules, rules. boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. Spirituality yeah. is your inner self. Yeah. You can make Freedom it what you will. And yeah. Discovering and, more of who yeah. you are. And yeah. But God in, can mean anything to you. Yeah. In that but obviously there is a, there's probably a distinction between what a lot of the world sees as spirituality and what we as Christians see as spirituality as well, because it's not a dirty word as Christians. No, that's true. Mm. That's true. No. It's embraced as long as it's within the context, though. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think, you know, my reflection would be Pentecostals like to say that, that they're not religious. That means they're not Catholic or they're not... You know, but don't they say we're not? I'm not religious, but I I am in relationship with Jesus, or like it's less be. about spirituality. That but that's a good oh, one. really? I think yeah. maybe that's the kind of maybe that's the Baptist Church of Christ yeah. world. Of like it's all about the relationship, not religion. Yeah, interesting, isn't it? But I feel like that's mm. different again to spirituality. Yeah, I read something um, that Richard Raw had written. We love him. We <laughs> love Richard, um, which was that religion was a lack of spiritual curiosity. Ooh. Ah. Isn't that lovely? Ouch. And yes. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that yeah. actually. Yes. Um, I don't know if it was him or someone else, but I remember someone saying that you can be religious and not be spiritual, but usually yes. people that are spiritual are religious in some way. Mm. Yeah. To me, like I think of religion more as being, I think I've come away from the idea of it being a dirty word and mm. I think of it more joined with a sense of ritual and... Mm history and maybe that's because I haven't grown up in a particularly um well you know Penty charismatic have their own ritual but it's not you know it's defined yeah it's not as defined as that they think it's breaking the ritual yeah it's not the sacraments but yeah I think that we all have things in our life that are ritual that help ground Mm. our Mm. faith I agree I think I think maybe my reaction against the distinction and the fact that religion always gets put in the the bad basket Mm. it's that very thought of I I don't know I struggle with that kind of black and white view of religion is outdated and it's not useful and it's a bad thing it's Mm. all about rules because that I don't believe that to be completely true Mm. because there is and yet it can be in a lot of contexts exactly Mm. and you look at the royal commission and yeah I mean you can see of course how people get to that point of being completely dismissive of it but this maybe and to like, those within it, it becomes about power and about true. like yeah, is there any like life in there? Any spiritual connection of because spirituality, like you're saying, kind of speaks to becoming more, becoming truer who you are, reaching up something bigger. And how can so many of those atrocities that we hear about have happened from people who seem oft times remorseless? Mm. How can there be a spiritual journey in that? But again, mm. you're you're mixing the person up with the religion. The religion, if you strip yeah. away the bad behaviour and sure. the um, the crappy stuff that happens, that actually isn't the religion itself. Mm. It's yeah. the way people play out the religion. So, mm. but you can understand how it happens, mm. right? It's hard. You can't just separate those two. They don't. Um, it's like cracking an egg. You can't just. Yeah. Well, you can crack an egg into two different <laughs> containers. Bad metaphor. <laughs> I see where I've got it. Is this there. a trinitary? The doctor? <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like a, a watermelon. That you, I know. Um, but, yeah, you can see, I guess it's, yeah, if you're not in a religion or in the church mm. space, 
of course, you look from afar, it just looks horrible and outdated and messy and spirituality feels so much more freeing. Yeah. But I think mm-hmm. when you, if you want to hold to some level of stakes in the ground and, and you can see religion as giving a framework and a perspective on God and mm. a, a system that, yeah, with that history is actually something to be part of something bigger than yourself, mm. Mm, then that could be life-giving and spirituality within that is mm. a fantastic mm. thing. I'd like to get to that space. I don't know that I'm quite there, but mm. I can see that that seems to be a nice way to bring the two mm. parts of the egg together. Mm-hmm. Oh, see what I did there? Well, they oh, get there in the end. They yeah. give each other context. So religion yeah. on its own and spirituality on its own, you know, that both of them are fairly, um, in the Christian context, they're, they're pretty meaningless. But if you use them, yeah, bounce them both off each other and mm-hmm. use them to give context to each other, then it becomes lovely mm. well it's interesting that i like i know we talked in an earlier podcast when we talked about the census i think it might have been our first one it was yes yeah, state um, of religion yeah we talked about the recent yeah census and what the figures were but there was a survey done um prior to that in 2009 which the was the australian survey of social attitudes and it asked people if they had a religion and so blah 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 and did the whole no religion thing but i what i found interesting out of that survey was that of those who indicated that they had no religion, which was, I think, 20%, 26% of people in that survey, um, 32% of them said that they considered themselves to be spiritual. Mm. So that's interesting, yeah. isn't it? And I think there is a rise in spiritual awareness and people delving into those realms and knowing that there is something beyond themselves, which is such a um, backlash perhaps against, like, the maybe the more Richard Dawkins or just that kind of age of enlightenment that it's all science and rational thinking. Yeah. I think yeah. people are realising there is stuff that can't just be explained through the rationale and through science, that there is there are things that are beyond us and that there's mm. more, not necessarily in wanting to name that. but I love um, one of the resources that you shared, Ursh, which was... Um, the University of Minnesota talking about spirituality and one of their definitions talks about spirituality being the way that people um, find connection to each other and to mm. the greaterness of, you know, the universe. Mm. I think that's a nice way to think about it is that people obviously feel like, you know, they're not put here just to fulfil, you know, their mm. own wants and needs, but they do feel connected to other people mm. um, or to a larger being or mm. you know yeah the word god has a lot of baggage for people doesn't it yeah mm. yeah you know, whether they say the, the universe or so do people find the christian god jesus holy spirit in exploring spirituality himself the sense of the universe like i just yeah i'm interested mm. i guess of what that journey takes people on and some people mm. do, don't they? Because you hear people interviewed sometimes that do. They they almost stumble across mm. Christianity or Catholicism mm. when they're on that journey. So mm. it does happen that when they're looking for that connection within the... Yeah, or they're like Cat Stevens and find mm. Muhammad. Yeah. Yep. And so how do you argue mm. against people... Like that, that have finally found purpose and spirituality and meaning, and Muhammad appears to them in a dream, mm. 
and you're like, well, <laughs> I just believe in Jesus and it's the only way. And mm. I'm finding more and more like it's such a, um, yeah, my just my beliefs are being challenged around mm. that and kind of going, what? Yeah, I believe in Jesus. Yes, I believe he's the way, but uh, they're broader ways of looking at things and, yeah, maybe we're going to discuss that a bit more at a later date. But, yeah, the whole rise of universalism and spirituality seems to go together mm. in a lot of ways. So in the, the different um, denominational upbringings you've had, mm. how how would you say spirituality has been addressed in the context of their expression of religion and how has that changed for you since, you know, over the years to this point? I mean, I think for myself, um, again, coming from a very Pentecostal kind of background, spirituality, I think, kind of links with the whole idea of the Holy Spirit and raising um, the Holy Spirit's importance in the Trinity and in our daily lives. And so it, I think from that point of view, yes, spirituality is all about, like, God is not just out there, you know, unknowable in a way. God is with us every day and, mm. you know, we should be accessing the Spirit every day and we should be whatever, healing people and giving prophetic words and like it's sort of in that context of I would say it's not necessarily linked to like deep meditative thought or it's more about how are you embodying Jesus in the world and how is the spirit moving through you you know in the world which is not a bad thing like I think Mm. that's a great thing um that would but that's what I would say the emphasis on spirituality has been and where are you at now yeah, I think that's still really important, but I think what, um, like in our pre-discussion to this, I was just saying, like the last year I feel like has been such a, like sifting of what do I believe and think and how do, what do I hold as important because, yeah, I think those things are really important, but then you have to meet people where they're at as well and I guess be answering the questions people are asking and... I don't know, some of our stuff comes from such a way out different place. It's like how do you even bring it back to a place that people can connect with? What are the truths people can connect with? And I think people connect with love. I think they connect with an idea of like meditation and calming yourself and those kind of things. I don't think people are, I think people, you still very sceptical of healing Mm. um, and those kinds of things. And even, I think, you know, bringing prophetic words, I would just do it more as an encouragement, you know. Mm. If you're talking with a friend that's maybe doesn't have the same background as you, it's more like, you know, as we're talking in this conversation, I just want to encourage you that blah, 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 or, you know, mm. rather than like, and so God said to me... Yeah, right, just the framing of... Yeah, I think the framing of it, but then, yeah, content. I do. It's like, well, am I leaving God out of it? And, yeah, I don't does that matter is it my place to convert Mm. or isn't it or like and if the holy spirit doesn't draw someone yeah you can't make it happen and if there's some random tribe that's never heard of jesus does that mean they don't get to be religious or spiritual or you know Mm. sorry (laughs) way to kill the conversation (laughs) but that is an entry into my brain (laughs) 
What was the question again? <laughs> okay, no, listen. I come around all that to say what has really helped me recently because I really was last year like a lot going, oh my goodness, am I just losing faith? Do I not even know where I stand in my spirituality and religion? Not like losing faith so much as just questioning a lot, I think. Mm. Um, and Richard Raw talks about, he, he did like an interview with the, who are they? I'm going to call them the disruptors, but they're not. De- no, deconstructionists. We, the deconstructionists. <laughs> they're our brothers in Christ yeah. over in the US. <laughs> we don't know them, they're, but if you're listening. They're two guys. There. We can side hug them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like coming from our school and church upbringing, like the phrase that stood out to me so much last year was that I remember in like year 10 religious studies class was doubt leads to disobedience Mm -hmm. and so always being like within myself feeling like I couldn't doubt anything because then I'd be going down a bad track I'd be disobedient I'd be questioning God and that was seen as so wrong and so Richard Raw, who was on the deconstruction to get back there he just said this beautiful thing that helped me so much and I know you've said a similar thing Tam uh, Michelle (laughs) right every time I'm in the room and she always I remember she wore a pink wedding dress. I don't remember her name. He said, um, he talked about there being like three kind of boxes and that we should move through them. So it's things start out with order, which is often childhood, like your childhood beliefs about Jesus or how you come into the faith. There's like an order to it. There's definite things that you believe. And then there's the box of uh, disorder, which is coming and questioning all those things and he likened that to like the whole idea of birth and then death of Jesus and he Mm. said you cannot go you you can't avoid going through a death Mm. like there is death in that and it's actually laying things down I guess that are important to you or that you've held dear Um, and he also mentioned that in that disorder box maybe people that have never had a spiritual or religious faith they might start in that box rather Mm. than order um, when it comes to faith not that their life is necessarily in disorder Mm. and then the last one um, is reorder so and that's like the idea of resurrection is that you come to a new place in your faith and he talked a lot I think about evangelicals like oh, Pentes charismatics wanting to jump from the order mm. to reorder yes. and not wanting to have the death in the middle and I think yeah there's definitely that fear and I think that's what I started to feel creeping in last year as a fear of <gasps> And all these things that I'm letting go of and where am I going with this and it's a rabbit hole and doubt leads to disobedience, blah, 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 blah. And you were worried we sounded like heathens on the podcast. Yeah. (laughs) And now um, I just, I actually feel okay. Like that helped me feel okay with it to go, actually, this is a normal journey that I think a lot Mm. of people are on and it's okay, people. Like it's a process and we're actually going to get to the other side where, you know, God or spirituality or religion or whatever we get a new understanding that's deeper and better. Mm. Mm. And that it particularly happens, he was saying, wasn't it, around the kind of mid to late 30s starts. So, yeah, Mm. unsurprising, I guess, that that's Mm. where we're at. I feel like um, I I, I dodged a bullet in some ways with the whole religious ritualism type thing Mm. coming because I came from a a non-religious family. Mm. Like I didn't grow up, we didn't grow up going to church, mm-hmm. saying mm-hmm. bedtime prayers, yeah. saying grace, like none of that stuff. So none of that is kind of, I never had any, I don't have any guilt around mm. missing a lot of those things because mm. they weren't 
I suppose it's the things that you grow up doing that yeah, you then, totally. when you're deconstructing, yeah. you have all that fear and guilt yes. about it. Yeah. So I suppose with my box two process, mm. it's more of that, um, I suppose it's the other people going, mm. oh, are you really a Christian? Yeah, yeah. Like I, I'm really doubting your faith. Other people's mm. opinion of you. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Whereas I feel quite comfortable about yeah, it. Like yeah. it doesn't worry me at all because I, I, yeah, I, I don't really know what a Christian is supposed to be like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I, you know. Yeah. 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 Um. I, I mean, we did get a, a bit of that at school, like you were saying. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It, I think it is different when it, you are ingrained in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I didn't yeah. have that. I wasn't yes. set on that foundation that then had to completely crumble mm. it already. Mm. I suppose in a in a way, mm. it was starting mm. in box two a little yes. bit more. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. So now, but I do question. Yeah, so then being married to someone who is raised in the order yeah, box. it's really yeah. interesting. Yeah. And is he right. moving through yeah. the boxes? Probably. <laughs> Probably. No. Sorry. <laughs> I'm interested because it is if one of you is and one of you isn't that no. is tough and that's really interesting because I was listening to a um a podcast with Sarah Bessie yep. who wrote the book Out of Sorts about mm. her complete journey through that exact process and mm. she said most of that time her and her husband were at completely different stages and they just mm. had to have grace for each other and right. go okay well you're not you know what you can't go to church at the moment and that's fine I'm going to be with you and then eventually her husband left ministry because mm. she said, I can't be a pastor's wife anymore mm. <laughs> because I don't know what I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's as, big stuff. It's big stuff. That's like your vocation. Your yeah. So as much as, you know, yeah. obviously not in that same boat, but also another thing that Sarah said was that she got to the point and I feel myself doing it as well. When you feel like you're further ahead than yeah. other yeah, people right. and you get arrogant about yes. it. Like, Oh, why can't you just get, you know, get with the progressive program yeah. and, you know, see the same as me and, you know, you're so stuck in your old ways and, you, you, yeah, yeah, kind of have danger. to pull myself back from <laughs> being all judgy because yeah. I haven't got it all right, you know, either. Yeah. There are going to be some people that that order works for yeah. and they don't need anything more yes. and they're happy for the rest of their life to have a very clear-cut structure and it doesn't – they don't need more. I think the the – point with whether you move out of that box or not I think is when pain and challenges come mm. do you feel those deeply and try to wrestle with the complexity of them or do you try to compartmentalize it and stick to the box you're in and almost go it's just too hard just keep bling but for some people mean? also the ritual and the religion is what holds True. them together through those yeah, tough right. times and as well. And it sounds so judgy to say, mm. yeah, you're just ignoring it. It's yeah. true. It maybe actually is what yeah, like holds If you're happy them. with a simple answer, yeah. is it my place to Yeah, that's right. I wish I could be happy with a simple yeah. answer, yeah. actually, in a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah. Because no. it's nice. Yeah, and it's maybe it's okay to go, that's great. I bless that. I bless you in that. Awesome. But that's not for me. And that's okay too. Like, Tam, for you to be able to say, well, that's, that's just yeah. not for me. And without yeah. feeling like people are going to think less of you that you but then it's hard because there's judgment on both sides isn't yeah, there that's yeah. that whole you know you yeah yeah and it's hard then like when it comes to belief things like so my your journey obviously has been like with the whole you know lgbtq it's a new acronym but um you know you know what i mean you all know what i mean right disruptors and it does get to a point where you it's just like seriously people like 
Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to... It's hard to agree to disagree. Yeah. 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 So in this conversation, is it is it that going on that journey and being in the second and moving into the third box, is that spirituality then? Or can that still be religion? I'm intrigued. I think it can be both. Yeah. Because it, it seems like the people, the progressives or the people that question or have, are sort of are willing to pull that thread and see where mm-hmm. it goes I'm not sure on a can, spiritual journey. I was going to yeah. say, I don't think, I'm not sure that you can reach the box three with only religion and no spirituality. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Whereas you yeah. could yeah. live, you could live in box one with religion and spirituality or just religion. Yeah. yeah. Probably not spirituality alone. Yeah. But then we're Could using you? very, our own definitions of, of these words. Yes. So. And I do again, like, you know, and I think a lot of what we've just been talking about in the last five to 10 minutes uh, reminds me, I think again, it was a Richard Raw thing where he talked about, we have to get away from dualistic thinking. Yes. Yeah, that is that one. Is... And if I have the truth, then you don't have the truth. Yes. And actually going, it is shades of gray. And there is diff, there is two things that might even seem opposing can hold truth. Mm. And he kind of went on from that to talk about the idea of like the almighty God the and unknowable. the all vulnerable. Mm. God. I loved that and one. I just was like, Oh my goodness. What? Where's the song about the all vulnerable God? Yeah. yeah. And that he, you know, That's submits so to us and the suffering and, ah, oh. yeah. 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 It's beautiful. It's I really do listen to that podcast. I think each of us did. Mm. It's really good. Yeah, it's a really good I, I've loved, like, I've absorbed a few of the Supercell Sunday ones mm. with Oprah, like you'd mentioned, and the one with Rob Bell. There's a new movie coming out about him called oh, The really? Heretic. Oh, my oh. God. No, but he's, he's yeah. it's a documentary that's followed him. And he's promoting it, so he's, he's fine with it. Yeah, but it just that really does sum up how he's perceived. Yeah, I even saw some Facebook commentary that affirmed that. Yeah. Um, but I, I liked, like, he just made one comment around that your head can be filled with lots of right things and scripture, but you can still not see. Mm. And I thought that was a helpful perspective. Said so other thing that um, Rob said. Robbie baby. <laughs> so like that Rob Bell said. Um, <laughs> sorry, no. Sorry. That's no. inappropriate, isn't it? It is inappropriate. <laughs> wow. <laughs> sorry. Um, that religion should be a structure and gives you things mm. to do and it's helpful mm. to cultivate your sense that there is more. And so yeah. how do you do that? And That can still happen in yes. religion, but how do you so, cultivate that. Thomas More in the Oprah, I wrote down that he, one of his quotes, which was, personal religion is a requirement, an indispensable foundation of an intelligent and open-hearted approach to life. Mm. Yes. Which kind of works and around that as well. doesn't he talk about one of the like foundations of religion is wonder? Yes. yes. I, I love that. that. Mm. Yeah. That was Thomas. Was that oh, an aha yeah, moment was... for you? <laughs> we get annoyed at Oprah's oh aha moments. Oprah. Uh, so, yeah. um... Can anyone explain what Thomas More is talking about? Because I think that's an interesting uh, path that yeah. is well, in this space. Uh, Thomas More. I, when I saw that, wasn't like Thomas More in that yes. book that we read. It, like he was here with Henry the Eighth. Yes, he was. He was. That's okay. why the name is so that familiar. Because no. I was like, what? No, that's from the sixteen hundred. <laughs> So I well, really got off the deep end, and like she's anyway, <laughs> she's bringing her spirits. Anyway, he was a uh, he's a man who uh, trained to be a Catholic monk. I yeah, think. when he was 
He went left home when he was twelve. Mm. Yeah, wow. To become a monk, and, and then just before him. it all happened, yeah. he moved away for it. And he's written a number of different books, but um, I guess his most latest one being the most co- um, controversial because he talks about a religion of your own and like taking what appeals to you from different religions and that God is unknowable and infinite, so we can't kind of put him or her in a box or whatever. Mm. Mm. I do, I was listening to a, um, I feel like I say that every two seconds, um, I was listening to Rachel Held Evans speaking on a podcast and she was saying similar, similar thing. You don't necessarily have to pursue those disciplines or those rituals or those parts of religion that don't hold any grace for you. Mm. Like pursue the things where you find grace. Mm. You know, Jesus isn't in the things, Jesus is already there where you're going I so, love that. Mm. so what for you guys like in your lives what are the things that you go these are I guess the religious things or rituals that do hold mm. something for me or that I've changed I thought they didn't but actually they do that mm. you still hold on to mm. like I mean I think a big one is you know you're talking about grace around the you know the table for dinner or whatever mm. and I find that a constant struggle to go because my heart is I want to be grateful and I want my child to be grateful for the amazing riches that we have and that we Mm. get to eat a meal Mm. and that we get to be together as a family and, you know. But my kids go, thank you, Jesus, for this meal. Thank you for the hands that prepared it. Jesus' name, amen. Right. As quick as they can so they can stuff the food down their face. Absolutely. And so (laughs) how do you, yeah, it's like something that you, I don't want to lose that, but then... How do you make it meaningful? You're not allowed to eat if you haven't said grace. Like that still is in the back of my head. Whereas that, when we were talking about doing that one thing you're grateful for, Mm. and Mm. I think that adds more meaning. So great. Yeah, it's it's finding those new Mm. things, not necessarily reinventing the wheel because Mm. that framework is there, but just Mm. finding that, like finding the grace in it. Yeah. Yeah. But even the ritual for me anyway of turning up to church still, even Mm. though that's possibly outdated in a lot of ways but finding one that we feel um we can contribute to but also grow from has that's good that's still turning up mm. on days you don't feel like mm. it having yeah. a rhythm um having the kids learning about god yeah you know i know someone who's quite wise who just said actually they regret not not that we've started doing this but not kind of just telling bible stories to their mm. kids around the dinner table each mm. night they grew up with that, but they didn't do it with their own kids because mm. they kind of thought, oh, it's a bit hard. The kids aren't really interested. In, and now that they, they've grown up, they actually just don't have basic Bible mm. knowledge. Mm. So that's interesting to me. But then on the flip side, I, I don't know <laughs> whether that can kill the sense of awe and wonder mm. with too much knowledge. So, yeah, I'm still in the unsure space on that one. What about I you? I think that's okay. Like, I think, you know... It's okay to have both, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of things, like I think about, you know, singing in worship, which mm. I know is like in the Psalms and it's a spiritual practice and a thing that you do and it has power. But um, I also am musical and so I love singing. Yeah. yeah and I love worship is. and I love those spaces. I love those long spaces, whereas maybe someone who's more cerebral is like, why are we singing this chorus? the 10 hundredth time it's not helping me get anywhere. I love corporate worship you know? too though there's yeah. something yeah but even though it's dorky I remember when I was in uni once I uh, was <laughs> taking this guy home I wasn't like 
he was just in my class and when we got in the car I must have had a Christian worship and he's like are you in love or something and I was just like did you did you because it was a tape yes <laughs> I didn't have seats that ejected him out of the car right? <laughs> But it's so like yes. how do people? How does someone who's never experienced yeah. that walk into a Christian service oh. and just go? What is the? What is having happening? said that, Bruce led for the first time at our new church, oh. and someone walked in off the street because wow. the music yes. connected. With and these them. are yeah. the stories we tell, though. It's I like know we the, cling to that one story every year. The woman <laughs> that when you stop looking for someone, he's just going to turn oh, up because yeah, my friend blah 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 mm. who's waiting for twenty years. Anyway, but yeah, but we do, and there, it's truth. And this is where we hold the, the both, isn't it? Yes, I think. The tension. The both. So it's. I think. Yeah, sorry. I was just going to say communion is another ritual oh, that yeah. beautiful. is beautiful. Yeah, I um, that too. And it can become really ritualistic mm. and, you know, pass the cracker, pass the grape juice. Mm. Yeah. I like how they do that in the Catholic Church. It does make you. As in receiving. Receiving yeah. it and getting a blessing from a lay, like a per, the, either the mm. priest or the lay person at that time. Mm. Um, but, but then I also like more like modern things where they take the whole bread and break it and it's like we are all mm. part of one body. Like, come around yeah. the table together. Yeah, come around the table together. Because mm. you have to be Catholic to do communion, don't you? Yeah, but it's, it depends. You do. Because <laughs> Bruce but there came are up some people that let you get away with it. the school to get communion, he put his hand out and the guy goes, you're not Catholic, are you? <laughs> and in front of everybody, he had to move to the side. <sighs> he meant to let them And go back to his seat. Yeah. He's well, like, see, that's where so religion and ritual gets... Totally, gets a little bit lost. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Anyway, yeah. it does, I'm sure that doesn't always happen. I think for me, there's... Um, how I have just, without ever actually articulating the idea of spirituality versus religion, I think for the last few years it's been this idea of moving away from the Christianese. So to mm. your point from a little while ago around is it embedded in your world and do you need to kind of shake it out of that box? Mm. The the words that are used so often by Christians and in church or just in daily life, I don't know, for a certain little season there just really bugged me. Mm. And so spirituality for me was trying to move out of that yeah. and just give a little bit of freedom to have words that weren't that mm. for that to still be mm. energizing yeah internally that sounds very vague but it's um no i get that there's something about it and, and language is important like it is. language is and do you allow yourself to yeah. put that language to one side because yeah. that felt like a big deal even though it's really not mm. in a lot of ways but it yeah perhaps moves you in a mm. different direction i'm just glad to be on the journey and I'm glad that you guys are too. And I think there's more and more people. And I, I think my hope is that we, all these people don't walk away from God. Yeah. We actually find God in new ways, mm. or and that we leave the world a better place. What's the grand picture? What's the big yeah. picture? What's the point of spirituality and religion? Yeah, part of something bigger than ourselves that we can get into that reorder box. Yeah. Still, like, with different um, bruises and scratches along the way, but that you're still hopeful, I think. Mm. I don't want to end up being hopeless. Yeah, that's right. And But we're going to have to go through that to get there. Yeah, but it is so important to have a group, a tribe of people to do that with mm. because it can be such an isolating experience. Yeah. yeah, totally. And it can feel like 
the slippery slope or the pulling of the thread mm. that you just wonder if the whole thing's going to fall apart. Yeah. It's comforting to find... Actually, and I think that's right. I think Richard yeah. Rohr, once again, said that. He yeah. said, you can get so lost in that disorder box if you don't have some good mentors around you mm. who will tell you, basically, that it's okay. Like, yeah. and keep... It's all going to come worth together the struggle. eventually. It's worth the journey it's worth all those things and we're in an era where we have access to the world's best thinkers practitioners yeah yeah at your fingertips i mean what a gift imagine going through this even just 20 years ago exactly in your little baptist church or whatever going ah yeah (laughs) and because everyone else would disagree with you so you'd be like okay so i'm not a christian anymore or i just suck it up Yeah. yeah yeah No, it's it's got to see. Yeah, that is such an opportunity and a gift, um, and it'd be great to keep exploring this mm. in different ways and chat to some wise people yeah, ourselves again for this mm. little community that we're growing. There must be so much out there. So yeah, we would love to. I loved I loved researching for this topic. Mm. Like I just yeah, I feel like I consumed so much interesting stuff over the last few days yeah and yeah yeah, i found it completely inspiring and interesting and encouraging and yep it was great yeah yeah me too Mm -hmm. brilliant yeah until next time looking forward Mm -hmm. to the next one what do we need to tell them about um i think we should do a blog on this yeah yeah let's do that yeah sure we will yeah so come and check out the written word on parchment in ink. <laughs> That's right, from Thomas More. <laughs> That'd be our pseudonym. Uh, um, we're on Facebook. Um, yeah. We'll post some stuff and we'll post all the references because there's probably going to be 600 yeah, of them. Yeah. Well, I was um, actually thinking because we share a lot of stuff just on messages. Like maybe in our Facebook community, we could start just popping more of that stuff yeah, we, out we there. Yeah, do that. And if share you guys can do everyone. the same because yeah. that would be really helpful. I'm keen to listen to better podcasts and yeah to read different articles so maybe we'll do a bit more of that kind of content sharing along the way so make sure you become a member like or i don't know follow that little community yep thumbs up us yeah see you next time <laughs> goodbye <laughs> Hey Disruptors, thanks for listening. We're sure you've got more to add to this story, so please head over to Facebook to share your experiences. You can help us out by telling your friends about Faith Disrupted, subscribing to the podcast, and leaving us a rating on iTunes. And meet us back here next week for a brand new potty. See ya.